0: I want everybody to know it took maybe eight full minutes for us to get over some fucking nonsense that like <laughs> we were talking about to get this recording started. We're
1: movie reviewers. Sorry, check out our. We we're just um, chatting. What's the fucking movie website that you. Letter... Check out my letterbox. Letterbox? <laughs> I love Letterbox. I don't have Letterbox.
0: But you should see on our Instagram, because they'll definitely post by the time the episode comes out, uh, Evan and Lena are in their Ian and Mickey era with their hair <laughs> right now. It is, like, a little bit it's insane. Evan's in his
2: Ian era, and I'm in my Mickey era. I was <laughs> in my Ian era for the past, like, five years.
1: Yeah, um, but I said my I, turn. I did
2: have red hair. Yeah, it's, it's Evan's turn. Me
1: and Lena re-switched.
0: And it's just in time. It's just in time for this fucking episode, too. So true. This is The Luck We Had. It's a shameless recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Amanda.
1: I'm Evan. I'm one of your other hosts.
2: I'm Lena. I'm your third host. And actually, before we start, we do have some, like, little shout-outs things. We Um, do! We did receive an email on our Gmail account, uh, theluckwehadpod at Um, (laughs) gmail.com. A Vietnamese fan of our podcast, and I am so sorry. I really do not want to, like, butcher the pronunciation how? yeah
0: we don't want to mispronounce yeah. your name yeah
2: T H A O is the name we were given yeah um I'm, yeah emailed us and wrote a very 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 nice email mm-hmm. it was great um so we just want to say thank you for that first of all thank you
1: so much for reaching out your message was very sweet and we appreciate it
2: yeah we sent it in our little group chat we were like oh um, additionally, we got a, a DM on Instagram and this person is only on like season one of the podcast right now. So they don't know who I am.
1: Yeah, really. Sorry. Um, it's but
2: that, Amanda. That, DM, that DM was also very nice. But hi, Kaylee. <laughs> Whenever you get to this episode. Hello, Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. It was Kaylee. wonderful to hear from you. Um, and then I feel like we should spend some time talking about what Noel has been up oh, too. Okay. Please. So almost immediately, almost immediately <laughs> after our episode drops, so where we were talking
0: about how Noel is a fucking ghost on social media. Boy posted like maybe five times.
1: Not the day before we uploaded the podcast. The day, Not the uh, day after. No. And hours after hours. She listened to our episode and was
2: like and was like, I'm here.
1: <laughs> and then He posted three days in a row. He posted three days in a row too.
2: And and we're I have a theory.
0: I have a theory that it's because he's ramping up, He's that he got a job, and that he's going to start posting about it, but he didn't want it to seem weird. So he started posting random stuff first, and then he's going to be
2: like, oh, by the way, i am also got a new job. Like, I'm here to promote this new thing, but IMDB doesn't say anything. And I know that IMDB is, like, a user database, and so it's usually, like, sometimes it's not accurate. But they're usually pretty on par with, like, Yeah,
1: especially even things. with, like, pre-production. As long as, like, people yeah, are known, they're casted, they were, were be immediately put on IMDB yeah
2: so he's got nothing on there but he did he is having his like fit fluencer um he made (laughs)
1: damn that photo was terrifying
2: not not one but two posts about this gym home at home gym and he looks like terrifyingly the one
0: of him doing the pull-ups people put side by side with season two mickey in the dugouts dude what his what part
2: of your body is this your traps or whatever like this Underneath back part, like arm? under your under your tricep but like kind of on your back. Dude, his are like huge. <laughs> They're terrifying. <laughs> like I sent that I sent that picture to people and I was he's like he's
1: too small to be built like that.
2: Uh, that's exactly what it is. Like he looks good. He seems like he's very healthy, very in shape, whatever. But like I sent that to my friend Simon and I was like I was like he genuinely
1: looks terrifying. <laughs> like like I'm scared of this man. Like, he doesn't look bad, but, like, I feel like if I stood next to him, like, I know he's definitely shorter than me. Like, for him to be more ripped and shorter than me, that's intimidating as fuck.
0: <laughs> he's got that, like, yeah. gy- I'm very in my Olympics shit right now. He's got, like, that gymnast build with his shoulders and stuff.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, he's very, like, petite, but he bulky. He got muscle. Part of my language, he's
2: a chode. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's short and fat. Er, short, or oh. short and wide. He's not fat. He's very in shape. He's short
0: and wide. He's a chode. i love that i know people would call him like little spark plugs he's a little spark plug of a guy more like a Uh, but in conclusion um someone on his team for sure heard our podcast and sent out the red signal it's like um they're noticing that you're not on social media anymore we need to talk about it
1: hey um three people just called you out on a podcast we need you to upload some selfies real quick well
2: it's like the way that he takes like selfies and stuff photo with the sunglasses on, and he's like, "Guys, I'm reading. I'm reading a book." His
1: cat named Sushi.
2: um Sushi, yeah. And this picture was kind of unsettling. Not gonna lie, it was. Oh my god, it's deeply unsettling. The just the baseball hat and the red shirt. Also, like the de- the decor behind, like of his house is that sign from their wedding? Probably. That's what it oh, looks probably, like. Oh, probably. Yeah. Very very rustic. And then we got this photo. The gym. The SpawnCon gym photo. No.
1: Keep it away. Keep it away.
2: (laughs) Take it away from me. Take it away from me. Just like, I'm also like, he has this like $100 coupon, like $100 coupon off for this home gym. And I'm like, homeboy, you are too good to be doing things like this. Does he not know
1: who (laughs) follows him? Like, Like do you not know who follows you?
2: Like, I know he's probably like super into fitness now and they were, or he's, I guess he's kind of always been, but, and this gym probably reached out and was like, hey, like we can do home gym. You get it for free. You just have to like make a post or whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, sounds good. But it's like, it looks, it looks bad to be pushing things like that on your Instagram when you're an established
1: actor, (laughs) right? It's so weird. He's like an influencer.
2: It's like the it's like the actor equivalent of moving back in with your parents. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Amanda. Oh, (laughs) it's literally no, it's okay. I
0: never moved out, so it's oh yeah. So Um. not even
2: not even slander (laughs) at all, actually. Yeah, not even slander at all. Or like when they're like the Broadway equivalents, like being on Broadway and then going to TV. community theater. (laughs) Yeah, going back to yeah.
0: So in conclusion, um, anybody from Noel's team that uh, apparently listens to this podcast or Noel What's himself, up? you sneaky little fans. Hey guys. Uh, we all want a
1: job. By the way, <laughs> this is uh,
2: really embarrassing. Now, just so you know,
0: <laughs> I'm we're really not going to stop
2: though, especially with
0: the episode that we have coming up. But like, little embarrassing that you listen to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's kind
2: of funny though. I hope he giggles and laughs at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there, he, he won't be. Not at this one. <laughs> Today's a doozy. Oh yeah, we're not g- we're not giggling and laughing this time. Well, maybe a little bit.
1: Just a little
2: bit. Maybe a little bit of giggles. Today is
0: a doozy cuz today we are covering season 3 episode 11, the penultimate episode of season 3, order room service. Ah. We need a soundboard. <laughs>
1: we need a soundboard. <laughs>
0: We
2: need one. We all just got microphones,
1: so. <laughs> we just got, we all just started using, like, actual headphones.
2: Not a fancy soundboard. It's literally just gonna be me playing audio from my phone, like, <laughs> Oh
1: my god, we get, like, one of those, into like, the mic. fart noise thingies. And yes! You You get it. But Mine. thank
2: you
0: all for joining us. Um, and Welcome back! Get, <laughs> welcome back. We're almost at the end of season three. We're almost there. But let's fucking get to it, huh? I tell you, the seasons that end up airing the back half during March are the best fucking seasons, it's and the vibes. I stand they by that. Doing. It's
2: always like it's always like winter too. When Shameless yeah. when Shameless stopped doing seasons and everything was just kind of like a weird fall summer kind of thing, yeah, um, no that was the downhill point. The Winter Seasons
0: Reign Supreme. So true. uh, Because this aired on March 31st, 2013. It was written by the woman herself, Sheila Callahan. Queen. Remember when we would praise Sheila all up and down Twitter? Mrs.
2: Galovich. She's literally Mrs. Galovich. She she runs this.
0: This is only the second episode that Sheila wrote. The second of 12. Uh, 305, Sins of My Caretaker. This one. Uh, she ends up writing 403, which is like father, like daughter, 408, Hope Springs Paternal, 503, The Two Leases, 510, <laughs> Southside Rules, 606, NFW, 611, Sleep No More, 704, I Am a Storm, 709, Uroboros, and 806, The Miseducation of Liam Gallagher, and 910, The Church of Gay Jesus. Yes! Isn't 709,
2: Mickey's Return? Yes, like it that's is. when the cop comes? Yes, it um, is. She- Sheila Callahan and the writer's room be like, what if they kissed? What if <laughs> we <What if they, laughs> and Mickey kissed? She wrote three kisses.
0: Yes, she did.
2: Yes, what if she they did. Kissed? She wrote two of the best kisses. This one and four oh eight are two of the best kisses. Mm-hmm. No, she wrote four kisses. I'm sorry. Wait, because isn't Since of My Caretaker" their first kiss? Since of My Caretaker" is their first kiss.
1: Uh, uh, this lady's been feeding us since day one. What if one. they
0: kissed? Sheila delivers. Always. She also she's written many other things. She's very busy. She was also an executive producer on seventy two Shameless episodes Jesus. and the show Dispatches from Elsewhere, which I have a close personal connection to, and I love it very very much.
2: Seventy two, isn't that six seasons? I think so. Yeah.
1: Damn, girl's been on it. Three to
2: three to nine. Season three to I don't, season nine. Yeah, I don't nine. know if she
0: was like consistent. Yeah.
2: No, that's what I I think that's how probably.
0: This episode was directed by Sana Hamri. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Apologies if not. Um, Is the second of four shameless episodes she directs. She directed uh, 111 Daddy's Girl. This one, 403 Like Father Like Daughter and 502 I'm the Liver. Has also directed Glee, (gasps) Hemlock Grove,
2: and and many other things. I like I'm the Liver. That one was cool with all the name tags.
1: Yeah, no, I really like that one. I love when the guy, the lungs like, fuck it. Can I have a smoke?
2: That's the one that has the scene where they're like trying to... Escape Sammy because yeah. she wants to come to this brunch yeah. and him and Sheila are running off together. Yeah, and then she becomes- Oh god sweet. guys,
0: I'm re-watching Gilmore Girls right now, and I forgot that the actress who played Sammy plays one of the high school bitches in Gilmore Girls, and it oh. like gives me no. PTSD. Oh my
2: gosh, what is her name? Emily something. She's actually brilliant. Yeah, I, no, dude, I, I saw her in cool. a
1: Broadway show randomly. She was just in a show I saw a couple years back. She was really fucking good. She Sucks didn't say her
2: character on Shameless was so evil. Everybody yeah, no, probably hates her. No,
1: I like that's what I my brain can never once I see a character I hate. I don't care what they're in. I'm gonna be like, ew. <laughs>
0: Ter- Terry and Cash. Mm-hmm. Terry and Cash. I'm so sorry. Guys. Actually, no,
2: not not even Terry anymore. Dennis Cochran because. I saw him in that one episode of Liv and Maddie when he's, like, dancing with Liv
1: at the old people home. Oh. <laughs> he was so fun in that one. Oh my god, shameless to Disney pipeline forever exist. With
2: Dove Cameron again.
1: Yeah, Dove Cameron playing freaking Holly before they recasted her.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: So, the synopsis of this episode. Fiona takes the kids on a camping trip essentially homeless frank seeks out carl who helps him sneak into the gallagher van for the night that's it that's the entire synopsis of this episode the
1: thing about the synopsises are so interesting because literally last episode it spoiled the entire plot and then this one is like they're like they're like camping camping. (laughs) we're not
2: we're not spoiling anything and then they're like We are. Like, when they spoiled that the house is, like, gonna get sold in the synopsis (laughs) for season 11, and we were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) We were like, the house is what? (laughs) The on once
0: again was done by Frank. And previously on Shameless, Jimmy is going back to medical school, question mark, but it's in Michigan, and he's gonna have to convince Fiona and Estefania to go with him. The Gallaghers kicked Frank out. Mickey is getting married to the woman Terry assaulted him with. Mandy ran Karen down with her car, and (laughs) now Lip knows that. Sheila gave Jody back to Karen, and Karen woke up from her coma when Jody went down on her.
1: What a great episode yesterday, last time was.
0: And then into the title sequence. We open on Jimmy and Fiona waking up in bed, some of my favorite openings. And she's looking at him, and her face is all scrunched up. She's like, you look like a baby rabbit when you sleep. Like, they're so fucking cute together.
2: They were so. They were. They were the blueprint. <laughs> not even. No. Not. They were not. But they should have ended up together. I hate to say it.
0: I love. It. They just. The chemistry was off the fucking charts. It was so good. Well, it's
2: because I think it's because Emmy and Justin had worked together previously.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, f- Fiona says, she's like, you know what, we can make the Ann Arbor medical school thing work. My company has a branch near there and they really like me and maybe I can get transferred over there. And Debbie and Carl can transfer to a better school district. It's nicer anyway. Are you and she's like Michigan I don't-
1: symbol? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm like, yeah, baby, U of M. And if there's one thing Sheila will do, she it, it, it is make sure Ian is included in every fucking conversation. Because there's even a line. I don't know what to do about Ian yet. I'll ask him when he's feeling better. He's in a depressive episode, Bestie. Uh, like, I'm so sorry. She to doesn't know to that.
2: You. She's like, well, because he's like, um, He's like, ouch. He's, my fell. tummy
1: R-O- hurts. He's like, ROTC, because that's what he and, says, cause she's like, Oh my god, yeah. where's that from? Well, but then
2: but then he's like, Oh, I've been like my stomach's still messed up. Like I'm having ouchie in my stomach, and then he's <laughs> I like, I got tummy. I'm problems. Gonna, he's like, and then it's like, um, you know, do you know why he's been drinking himself into a stupor? <laughs> but like it's just it is definitely a
0: thing I noticed throughout this episode, even in scenes where Ian isn't there, when they are talking about the family, they make sure to include Ian in the conversation.
1: Do you remember they remembered
0: Ian for once? Because some writers some writers simply forget about him.
2: They're like, and oh, Ian is like, um, he's in a relationship, he's doing his own thing.
1: So So? So I wanna see that. It's like those versus the episodes when he doesn't show up until the very end family scene and you're like, Where's he been weird. all day?
2: Or like Carl when Carl's like just randomly missing and it's like, <laughs> Where is that little guy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so, downstairs in the Gallagher house, Lip is waking up on the couch, and Mandy's like, why didn't you come upstairs? He's like, oh, I I fell asleep watching TV, sorry. And she's like, I gotta go to school early to steal food from the cafeteria for Mickey's wedding, and he makes up an excuse to not go with her. And then there's kitchen morning- he's- he's avoiding her, because he knows that she fucking ran Karen down with her car, and now he is afraid of her.
1: Yeah, dude, like, I- I would too. Lip. Like he's in the he's in the right here. <laughs> it's like that whole like thing like when like guys have like sex with girls on their period, it's like they're tied now.
0: <laughs> what? Have you not heard of that?
1: <laughs> no. It's like a whole like spiritual thing that like I don't know my friend was telling me about it.
2: <laughs> Are you sure you're not confusing that with like the part in Midsummer where she puts her period blood in the guy's drink? No, like, then, I've never her, seen that she movie. Puts, she puts her pubes. She puts her pubes in his um food and her period blood in his drink and then she's like, "Okay, we're going to fuck now." <laughs>
1: no I'm it's not. like it's like
2: a love it's like a love potion love spell did you guys never see midsummer no i've no! never seen midsummer oh my god you should watch it. those
1: types of movies
2: oh well if you're if you like horror you should watch it well i mean it's not even like that it's not even that she's
1: just crazy and he doesn't want to have sex with well it. it's like some Absolutely it's not. some like
2: rich it's some like courting ritual like like spell thing in this like village cold. tribe that they cut but yeah it's a cold essentially but you don't find that out you really know what? until a while later
0: florence Pugh, live laugh love do your thing it wasn't I, her never, it was a I'm different girl it was a different
2: girl a different girl was moving in on florence Pugh's boyfriend and she did that stuff to his like food and drink and then they ended up having sex later it worked Jesus anyway, right. <laughs> anyway <laughs> i'm sorry i thing, started with the spiritual bonding like i'm
1: sorry <laughs>
2: no i'm backing oh you God. up like it's a thing
1: yeah
0: oh that's deeply disturbing okay anyway You're welcome on podcast
1: listeners ki-
0: on to mornings in the kitchen with the children um
2: <laughs> Liv, <laughs> debbie
0: carl and fiona are in the kitchen and debbie asks is ian staying home from school again today and yeah apparently he's having stomach issues Jimmy walks in with Liam on his shoulders, and it's adorable. It's He's, so like, went- He's like, "Guess who went? Guess who went potty on the big boy toilet?" It's like,
2: ah, and they it's all so cheer cute.
0: For
1: him.
2: Well, because didn't they also had that whole running gag where, when the toilet was in the middle of the living room, Liam yeah. kept trying to go in there, and is like, "Oh my god, he did it when it was connected to water." <laughs>
0: And uh, so he's like, I'm going to go to the grocery store in celebration. We're going to get a treat for Liam. And she's like, can you actually also get me tampons and Pop-Tarts while you're there? Here's a list. Go to the store. And Jimmy's face immediately falls. Be a
2: man. Buy some tampons. Not just that, but he's like, oh, I was doing it for funsies, but now I actually have to do it like as a chore for the household because he doesn't like being, he doesn't like being male wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy's definitely that guy who texts. He's like, what size your pussy
0: Throw it over to the greatest purchasing tampons scene I've ever seen in a movie in Ten Inch Hero with Jensen Ackles (gasps) in a kilt buying tampons.
1: The most iconic movie ever. I love that movie. I need to watch it again. Uh,
0: I remember watching that movie. Did you know that the kilt was his idea? Why?
1: Really. the kilt was
0: his idea and it's blue and green it's just too much it's
1: so good uh speaking of jensen eckles i just watched my bloody valentine again for the first time Uh, i haven't seen such a bad movie but i love it
2: i never saw it either but i did watch 10 inch hero
1: boobs gory like i'll say that it's definitely catered
2: oh i love boobs
1: yeah so perfect for you
2: thank you
0: (laughs) Uh but okay so Jimmy seems nervous about buying fucking tampons and Lip tells him "Butch it up dude" and yeah. then he makes a cute little like growling
2: noise at Liam. Oh when he, uh, when he goes, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> use <laughs> that. People use that in their edits all the time, like on Twitter. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs>
0: I want to find a screenshot of that for the Instagram. Just I'll find like, it. <laughs> I,
2: I'll I'll find it for sure.
0: And then up in his room, I just love Jeremy and and Emmy were always really really good with baby Liam, and I thought it was really great. Mm-hmm. Up in his room, Ian, he's still in bed, and he can't stop thinking about the wedding. So Lip tells him to stay as far away from that wedding as humanly fucking possible. And Lip, Lip's being a good brother here. He's looking out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Mandy comes in. She's like, will you come and help me set up for the wedding? And he's like, no, I'm going to go visit Karen. So Ian's like, I'll do it. You know, the exact opposite <laughs> of the advice Lip just gave him.
2: He loves to cause problems on purpose. <laughs> I love him, but like... He likes to stir the pot. He thinks it's fun. And then he's like, he's like, I caused problems on purpose. Why am I sad right now?
1: Because you did that.
2: <laughs> because of the problems you caused on purpose. <laughs> because you did that on purpose, Ian. I love him.
0: And Mandy's so like, bad. I don't know why you have to go over and help them load Karen And Aren't Jody and Sheila going to be there? And he's like, you know, she's just really, really hurt. And the person who hit her probably doesn't even have a scratch on him and it's like very challenging in the way he says it and it's he lays the guilt on thick and so she takes her clothes off and he doesn't react and then she just like sheepishly starts getting dressed again
2: yeah i feel like well cuz she like just came out of the shower so she just like drops her towel drops i feel towel. like she knows that he knows oh yeah at that yeah. point she's like okay i think he gets i think and she's like trying to distract him with sex and then he's not taking the bait and she's like I'm screwed.
1: Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah. That scene is so chaotic. It happens so fast,
2: dude. Her tits are just like out I- yeah. Yeah. Like, immediately like, in a, in a millisecond. Like they're just like out, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa! I would laugh right now. Like, hold on.
0: And then over to Frank. He is on the train. He's asleep and he smells really bad. And we know this because everybody on the train is like holding their nose and trying to shift away from him.
1: (laughs) Everyone's like making their like gross disgruntled faces. It's so funny.
0: Oh, I was on the train home the other day and I was like sitting by myself far away from people with my mask on and my headphones on. And then I heard two fucking douchebags who had clearly just come from the Phillies game and these two little kids that they were with bragging about all the super spreader events that they go to and laughing that people thought that it was bad. And then one of them bragged about having COVID three times and they're sitting there without masks on on the train and the little girl starts coughing. I got the fuck out of there at the next stop and Mm -hmm. went over to the next car. Yeah. If you're not wearing your mask on public transit, you don't care about other human beings. Yeah. And I fucking hate you. But this is 2013 and Frank just smells bad. <laughs>
1: He's just gross and homeless. <laughs>
0: well, he
2: like, he like slept on the train
0: yeah and there's another homeless guy that he's kind of like leaning against and he like wakes frank up and he's like this is my fucking train car i've lived here for like six years
2: this is my train car is he like i've pissed i've shitted and i've come on this on this seat so by the law of bodily fluids it's mine or like he's like i bled
1: I." and then everyone around them is like looking gross and they all get up
2: (laughs) and he's like you're
0: a terrible homeless person and frank's like i'm not homeless and the guy's like then go home i have He's like, I have a home. He goes, I have a home. <laughs> and at work, Fiona is absolutely killing it. She is built for corporate America. She's great with her paperwork. And she asks Mike about positions in the Michigan office. And she's like, Yeah, my boyfriend's going to med school. And like, you see on his face, he doesn't like that information. He's like, Oh, okay. But then he casually segues it into talking about the camping trip. And he invites her, and it takes him a few minutes to be like, Oh, your whole family and your boyfriend are also invited. Like, it was very much, come on this family camping trip with me. Oh, bring the family. Oh, the whole company's coming. Well, it's, like, a
2: big thing. Wasn't he, like, yeah, he was, like, uh, everybody from the office is going.
0: But, like, it started off sounding like he was inviting her to a family
2: camping trip. And then he's, like, oh,
0: by the way, absolutely everyone else is going to be there.
2: Yeah, I'm, okay, like, her asking about positions in Michigan, she's only a temp at this specific Chicago office Like, she's not, she doesn't have, like, a full-time position there. So I feel like that's weird because, it's like, you don't even know if they're hiring. How can she ask for a transfer if she's not even technically employed by them?
0: I mean, maybe she got offered employment and they just didn't tell us because the show forgets to tell us important details.
1: Yeah, I think they were just, like, she works there No, I
2: remember the thing, like, in the finale when she's, like, she, like, tries to apply for a salesman job and then they're like, well, like, you're great, but you don't have any experience. Oh, so
1: she has to do this keg sale. It's
2: also like, why couldn't they just be like, oh, you don't have any experience. This is your experience now. We're going to teach you. Like, I don't understand why jobs can't do that. But, yeah. Um, can't get hired without experience. Can't get experience unless someone hires you. Exactly. Yeah. And then so she gives Kev the money to buy the cups and that gets her the job. Because then she's like, oh, I made this sale. But
0: that's next week. Yeah. This week, she's saying, she gets invited to the camping trip, and she says, my brother might have a wedding. Okay, so she knows about the wedding, I yeah. guess, because of Mandy, but that would mean she was paying attention when Mandy spoke, which would be weird and out of character <laughs> for her.
2: Well, because it's like Lip is supposed to, like, the brother she's referring to is, is Lip. Lip. And so, I think maybe, like, maybe Lip mentioned it, probably. It was like, oh, we have this, like, wedding, like. Maybe. I don't
0: know. It's weird. I, I just think it's weird to assume that Fiona was ever listening to anything Mandy was saying.
2: Yeah, but it's also, like, Mandy going around, like, like with Fiona in the room. Because I feel like they're rarely in rooms together unless Lip is also there. So yeah. heard for Mandy to be like, oh, like, Mickey's wedding. Like, I don't know. Maybe they were invited. Yeah. Maybe Fiona got invited. <laughs> like, and the mm-hmm. family. But I thought the Gallaghers and the Milkoviches, like, beefed a lot. Or it was just, like, they Frank do. and Terry. Just beef.
0: But out in the world, Jimmy is out with Liam and he gets a call from Estefania. She broke a shoe and she wants him to call the store and help her with it. And he's like, this is a stupid fucking reason for you to be calling me. But she complains about being bored and she begs him to come over. And he's like, and he says, maybe later just to get her, just to get her off the phone. And then Nando catches up to him and passes off all of his bills and his med school acceptance letter. And Nando's like, you convince Estefania to move? No, but Fiona is aware of your plans, right? You're getting careless. Don't.
1: I love Nando. Your accent
2: is great, Amanda.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Nando, Nando is Jiminy fucking Cricket. And like, I love this man. He's the best. He was the best. And then over at the balls, Lip comes in while Kev is putting together baby stuff. And Lip needs advice about crazy women. You know, you were married to one, he says to Kev. And he's like, I think Mandy ran Karen over with the car. And Kev is like,
2: <laughs> He says it so casually
1: to him, too. He's
2: like, Yeah, he just decides, like, I think Mandy ran over Karen with her car. And Kevin's like, She did what?
0: Kevin's like, your current girlfriend, your current girlfriend ran over your ex-girlfriend with the car. Dude, you're at DEFCON 1. You need to get the fuck out of there.
1: (laughs) I love Kevin. (laughs) I
2: agree. Because it's like, well, who's to say that she won't hurt him?
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's the first signs.
2: Obviously, like, we know that Mandy, we know that Mandy is like, whatever. But it's like, Lip doesn't know that. Like, who's to know that she won't fucking murder him?
0: And like Lip came to Kev because we saw who Kev's ex-wife is and what she was like. He's like, he's got experience here. So Kev is speaking from experience when he says, keep your distance. And what the fuck do you mean? She knows you're going over to Karen's. Are you insane? You're just angering her. You're poking the beast. And he says, do not let her bone you because that oxytocin stuff makes him adhesive.
1: (laughs) He's so dumb, but we love him.
2: He's so dumb, but so wise. Because But that's kind of right. Like, I mean, because then she, like, because she notices that he's been pulling away. She immediately tries to fuck him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kev knows what he's talking about here. And then over
0: to Frank again, he runs into Carl on the street. And goes on a big rant about how crazy his mom was and that even though she was crazy, he still took care of her when he was sick. And then he complains about the family kicking him out and making him homeless. My
1: favorite scenes are the scenes that start with, like, one of the kids just walking down the street and then Frank coming around the corner just running up to them. Just, like, starting in the middle of a conversation. I love it.
2: Well, and it's like...
1: How did you find them? Chicago's a big city. (laughs) Out of all of the kids, like out of everyone that you find your random, like 10 year old son on the random corner of the street but i love those scenes which just frank running up in the middle of a conversation
0: and carl eventually agreed when he can get a word in edgewise finally agrees to sneak frank into the van in the backyard because carl is essentially a good
2: kid he hasn't been corrupted yet well they like carl and frank had one of the longest relationships in the show like i think that theirs broke down in season six when he like wanted to get out of the drug game and frank was like mm-hmm. no the fuck you're not like, Debbie's kind of broke down with Frank, like, after he broke her little school project and she beat yeah. the shit out of him. With the and everybody out. else, it was, like, it was, like, years before. But Carl held on to that idea of, like, Frank is my dad for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: then we enter bad decision land. Um, Ian goes to the VFW hall where Mandy is setting up Mickey's wedding. And Mandy complains about Lip being up Karen's ass. And while she's complaining about that, Ian's just asking questions
1: about Svetlana. I love their relationship. The, like the last two episodes, they're both talking at each other and they're like, yes, we don't she, care.
2: He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, about this Russian lady. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
2: But it's also like, he's like, he's like, hmm, does he love her? And she's like, she's
1: pregnant. <laughs>
2: it's like, I don't know. You're just a couple of like you two are. Why do you want to know? You're just a couple of vesties girl, yep. girl. <laughs> open your
0: eyes mandy girl <laughs> yeah she's like terry's super excited a lot of guys knock girls up and don't marry him. i'm like uh terry and his gun club buddies are super excited specifically about specifically
2: the gun club <gasps> Yeah,
0: And then back at the house, it's dinner time. V is salty about Fiona leaving the state with Jimmy, just as V is going to have a baby. And V's like, oh, well, definitely visit, or you can come up and visit us, like, once a month. Like, they're making an effort to stay connected with each other. And then during Fio- during dinner, Fiona's like, hey, kids, I got invited to a camping trip. And the kids are, like, uh, Lip and Debbie, or Carl and Debbie, are, like, super excited. But Jimmy's like, and I gotta go to work. And he's just gotta get up and leave. Gotta go. Who? It looks like it's nighttime, too. He's
2: going to a coffee house at, at, at like,
1: nighttime? I don't know. At, like,
2: I mean, it is winter, so it gets, like, dark really early. But... That's true. And if they're anything like mine, they'll close at, like, 10. So he could, yeah. he could be coming in for, like, a 4 to 10. Wait, but they're having dinner. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Timeline. Well, we all know that he's not going to work. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. yes, he is. He is going to work. He is actually going to work, because they have that argument. Well, uh, we're good yeah. to that. Interesting. Is he just, like, doing a short shift or something? I don't know. This. Let's not pretend the show has to make sense.
0: <laughs> Once he's gone, Fiona brings up the idea of Michigan to the kids. And Debbie worries about school. And Carl says Frank will be left out in the cold. And Fiona's
2: like, his thick layer of bullshit will keep him warm. I love that. Well, they don't, like, they own that house, but they don't own that house. Because it's Patrick's now. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how are you guys going to be paying rent on two places? They can sublet the house. Because they're leasing yeah. it. They can yeah, sublet yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Um, But side note, they're also letting Emmy's hair be really curly and cute in this season. And, like, I really, really like it in her little power suit with her, like, curly hair. I like it. Jimmy had, like, Liam earlier in the episode had been playing on Jimmy's cell phones. And Liam earlier in the scene was playing on Jimmy's cell phone in the kitchen. So Jimmy forgot to get his cell phone back from Liam before he left. And it starts to ring. And Liam holds it out like, da, like, it's ringing. <laughs> and... Fiona takes it from him and finds out that Jimmy put down an application on a studio apartment in Michigan.
1: And doesn't, like, Debbie go, how can we all fit in a studio? And Fiona's like, ooh. Ooh,
2: Yeah. Well, because she's like, what's a studio? And Veronica's like, it's a one-room apartment. And then she's like, how are we all going to fit in there? Oh, Debbie. Oh, Debbie. You're (laughs) not. (laughs) You're
0: not going to. And from that moment, V knew she was babysitting for a few hours because Fiona
2: storms out of a house. Honestly, Jimmy and-
1: couldn't have gotten far because he doesn't have a car. Homegirl runs fast. No, he
2: does. He does have a car.
1: No, didn't it just get stolen back? Oh, it did
2: get stolen back. He. I mean, but they live really close to an L stop. He probably just like got on the train and was like,
0: peace. Fiona storms out of the house, and at the Jacksons, Jody and Lip are bringing Karen inside, where Sheila is waiting. She's so excited. It's so
1: cute! Sheila's, like, clapping, and she's like, my sweet girl! <laughs> it's so cute.
0: And Karen is now, like, as mentally aware as, like, a small child, and she sounds, like, super young and sweet and, like, naive. When you
1: brought that up last episode with the whole Jody thing, it still makes my noggin... Tick a little bit.
2: Do we have any snacks? Where's Jody? Yeah. Well, and then she's and then she's like,
1: no, no, no. I'm talking about how what Jody had to do to bring her back, and now oh, the
2: prince or whatever.
1: No, what no, Jody? No, the thing
2: that Jody did
1: the, going down. Oh, her. I'm saying her like out. Jody going down on her, and then her waking up to like a child-like mine. that still makes my head kind of hurt.
2: Yeah, but obviously, like they didn't know that. Yeah, it's they... like well, because it's it's weird because like she has all of her old memories, but she's just like so like she has all these memories of like sexual encounters and everything like that. It's just like her new like brain.
1: I know it's just so like I don't know,
2: oh. but when she's like when she drinks. Well, we'll talk about the smoothie. But then she's like, I like the cold on my, on my throat. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, like, I'm she's like, she asks for something and Sheila brings her a smoothie and she downs it all in, like, one gulp. And she's like, I like the cold on my throat. She's so- and she's got, like... She's, like, she's got um short-term memory issues. She knows, she remembers a lot of her old stuff, but forming new memories is being, like, really difficult for her. So even after she drinks the smoothie, she's like, what is this? Sheila's like, it's a smoothie. So you, you can see them repeating things and, like, how it crushes them, like, a little bit. But Sheila's, like, grinning through it.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially Lip. Like, homeboy's going through it.
0: The, I don't know how... Jeremy makes his
2: face look so soft like that. Sometimes it is, but you can also see that he's like so twisted up inside because he's like Mandy did this to you.
0: He looks so young, but so hurt. Like it's he's very good. This boy, and so Jody, Jody is like, I could bring her to my family in Sedona. They do a lot of like alternative healing with like Reiki and crystals and stuff. And Sheila's like, you know what? Um, let's. She just got home. Let's see how she does at home. But she seems nicer, though.
2: (sighs) Goodbye. So true, Evan. Thank you.
0: You're right, Sheila. She is nicer. (laughs) And so Fiona, fresh off that phone call, goes bursting into Jimmy's work, throwing his phone at him to confront him about the studio apartment. And they get into a huge fight until Jimmy's manager is like, hey, take your break, maybe. Take this outside. And so they go outside to scream about this. And she is furious that he made this decision without her as if it has absolutely no effect on her. And he compares with what he did to her getting custody of
1: the kids.
2: Well, and he tries to lie to her. Like he's like, I had to put a deposit down for them to run the credit check so that I could even get approved at all. I put um, on so many applications. Credit checks only happen
1: to like the top three candidates. They don't run a credit check for everyone too. So homeboy lied.
2: Yeah. And he's like, well, I just put in a lot of applications I put in that application before we even talked about you coming with me and then she's like no you no the fuck you didn't because like they said that this like just happened I don't know and he fires back at her he's like I got sucked
0: into your world I bent to your rules and like she has a family to raise you fucking asshole yeah like and then he says now I'm living in a goddamn slum um yes you are but say Mm -hmm. it with more
1: enthusiasm bitch
0: and like uh, Emmy's face, god damn it, her face. Cause he says that and she gets that she gets that laugh that like you can tell she's sees yeah, with the
2: crazy laugh. The eye. crazy laugh.
1: Oh my yeah. god, the evil villain laugh. She would be such a good villain. She does
2: it, she does it in the laundromat episode too. She'd
1: be such a good villain. There's
2: tears in her eyes, but she's hysterically laughing, and she's got her hair all down and it's like flowing over her shoulders. She's like a slum. Like she's you can tell she's like talking through the her venom teeth. venom
1: on her voice. She's
2: talking through her teeth. You made me feel like I could depend on you and now it's a slum. Yeah, it's like, it's, that's,
0: that's something about her face, man. Like I said, Jeremy, his face was all soft. She's got crazy eyes and the crazy smile. Like, run away from that woman. She's going to, she's going to fucking knife you. And, uh, I love it when she gets angry. She gets so angry that she laughs.
1: It's just so good. It's so good. And then
0: Frank shows up to the Gallagher house and Carl sneaks him into the van in the backyard with pizza crust left over from dinner and pillows and fa- Frank says, family is supposed to be forever. They're supposed to take care of you regardless of what you do. Um, no. Incorrect. Yeah, In- yeah right?
1: Incorrect. Not to pull a supernatural, blood doesn't mean, like, end in, what is it, the fucking thing? The-
0: Family doesn't end in blood. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> but, like, and everybody misquotes, they're like, blood is thicker than water. The full quote is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So the people that you choose to have in your life are the stronger connections than the ones that were just fucking left there with you.
2: Yeah. Plus, Dude. like, Frank is um evil.
1: The so. worst. He is the worst. <laughs> Don't make Amanda choke.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just so nonchalant about it. Frank is, um, evil, so.
0: Evil. But, like, I'll be real, young Carl and, and Frank bonding, like, you're right, Lena, they had a really special connection, and, like, these scenes are really sweet. Frank reminisces about, like, some good times he had with his dad, where they would run scams on hotels and order room service, and those were, like, really nice nights. Carl's like, my foster gays had, like, really nice stuff, and I still have their security code. <laughs> and so, Frank and Carl hatch a little plan. A
1: little scheme.
0: The next morning, Fiona wakes up to an empty bed because she told Jimmy not to come home that night. And she's frustrated, but she, like, slaps on happy mom face to wake the kids up and get them ready for camping. She notices Ian is gone. He's not in his bed. Uh, But, like I said, if there's one thing Sheila's gonna do, it's mentioning Ian in every scene. And Fiona calls Leah Milkdud. She's like, are you ready to go, milk
1: Milkdud. All their little oh. names for him were always the cutest shit in the entire They're cute, world. but
2: then sometimes they're bordering on, like, the line, and then it's like, oh.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like,
2: oh. Put, th- uh, put that one back in your mouth, actually. Yeah.
1: Especially Frank's. I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> um, But it's very cute. She's, she's in mom mode. She's getting through her, like, fight with Jimmy by being in mom mode. And also in mom mode, uh, Sh- uh, Sheila is giving Karen a sponge bath in bed and talking to her about Jaime and how the Wongs are going to bring over Jaime. And Karen's like, where is Jody?" And she asks it over and over again until he comes in with Jaime strapped to his chest. It's so cute. And you see Sheila, like, get up and go over to the doorframe and just kind of watch them. And you can see that she's, like, a little sad that, like, Jody is back with Karen, but she's also, like, very happy that her daughter is happy and back. And she- it's a relief, honestly, I think, for her. She's like, Karen is nicer. This is- this is not it's easier to deal with her like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's happier.
0: And in the Gallagher kitchen, Fiona and Debbie are getting ready for camping, but Carl comes downstairs and says he feels too sick
1: to go. Oh, look, there's a bug going around the Gallagher family. He's so
2: funny. He comes on his little hoodie and he's like, hmm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, i feel like shit right now and she like feels such like you don't have a fever like are you sure you're not fine she's like he's like yeah i'm really sick
0: yeah <laughs> and i guess i guess fiona figures that lip and ian are gonna be home anyway so she's like fine carl you stay home you don't have to come camping because like lip and ian can take care of him for a night um but she hands liam off to lip for a second and he makes those like he like puffs his cheeks up and makes those cute little faces. God, I just I feel like our entire Instagram post this week is just going to be Jeremy and Emmy just like making faces.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Fiona goes into the living room where Ian is waking up on the couch, hungover. He only got in at 3 a.m. last night, and he like goes upstairs to shower. And she turns to Lip, and she's like, "Can someone please tell me what the hell is going on with that kid?" And Lip says, "Ian will tell you when he's
1: ready."
2: Ugh. I don't think he ever told her.
1: No, I don't think he did. No.
2: I don't think he did but- like she just kind of figured it out because it was like like thinking ahead, obviously, like we never saw them have a conversation. I bet at some point, like in season four, they sat down, she was like, So this like with this thing with Mickey, like, yeah, what's up with that? And he's like, Oh, it's been going on for like years actually. He's the reason I left and went to the army, actually. <laughs> Let's not even think about that moment of the two of them just pouring coffee and her just, like, kind of standing there watching. And she, and she just, like, looks. I think that's kind of when she, like, figured it out. She was like, oh. I'm so, I'm so excited for season four. Fuck. Okay,
0: but we gotta finish season three first. So.
1: Uh the scene.
0: Le- uh, Fiona, Liam, and Debbie, like, leave. And Lip's like, goodbye, nurture nature. Nurture nature. <laughs> it's so fucking cute. God. Oh, I love little baby Liam. Okay. So then Mandy and Lip are alone in the house, except for Carl, who's asleep upstairs. And Mandy says, we haven't had sex in over a week. And then she kind of wrestles Lip to the ground to have sex with him. Let's call
2: it what it is. She assaults him. Yeah. Yeah. She assaulted him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's call. It, let's call it what it is. Mandy is going off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a great moment for her.
0: It's
1: like she knocks <laughs> the milk out of his hand, and it's a slow motion milk jug falling on the ground, and then it's just like rampage.
2: Yeah, it's like the whole bowl of cereal, and she just like sits on it, and she she like
0: whispers in his ear, "You belong here with me, not that fucking vegetable." And like, Ugh. God, she's, she's, she's pretty evil for that one.
1: Yeah. no. no Sh- Mandy on. is
0: going off the fucking rails. Yeah. Then Jimmy is waking up on his med school friend's couch. His friend who seems really annoyed that Jimmy is even there. Because Jimmy is an
2: incredibly rude and uninvited house guest. It's also like he barely, like he just randomly ran into him in this coffee shop and suddenly Jimmy's like, I'm going to rely on you. We're besties now. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like, dude, you barely know each other. You haven't seen him in like years. He's like, you threw up three times last time like he was like you got up woke me up and he's like i have to go because he
2: was like well because he was like i knew because you would slam the bathroom door every time
0: yeah and then he goes to leave for work leaving jimmy behind in the apartment he's like this door closes if you pull it really hard and you're super good at that so
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's got funny for that one
0: (laughs) um more of that guy i love that guy uh but in the bathroom lip calls kev and says i fucked up i let
2: mandy bone me Baby, no, you didn't. <laughs> Baby, no, like, you did like not. I feel so bad because, well, because didn't they have that whole like? There was this whole debate where they were like, "Oh, like men can totally be assaulted by women," and he was the one who was like fighting for that. But then when it happens to him, he's like, "No, I was my fault. Actually, I let her do yeah. it." Yeah. No, you didn't.
0: No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, but she's in like her sparkly dress for the wedding, and she, he's in like the powder room, like just off the kitchen. And she knocks on the door and says, I look like a drag queen in my dress, and do you think Fiona would mind me borrowing one? And Lip says, yeah! And she's like, yeah, she'd let me borrow one, or yeah, she'd or she mind. He's like, yeah, she would fucking mind! She's <laughs> like,
1: dude, she hates you, don't you she know that? She does not like you, girl.
0: And Mandy confronts him and says, you know what, don't bother coming to the wedding. Like, yeah, I don't think he was going to, yeah. Mandy.
2: He was gonna fake a stomach issue like Ian. <laughs>
0: Upstairs, Ian is finally getting out of bed and Carl is planning a heist of his foster gay's house under the sheets.
1: I love this scene because he's like under the sheets with a flashlight in the middle of the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like drawing his little map. But Ian gets dressed and leaves. And then at the campground, Debbie's having the time of her life. She wins at a potato sack race. Fiona's drinking. She's having a good time. And Fiona and Mike have another
2: cute little flirting moment. They're very cute with each other. They
1: are really cute. I really like them. Is this when
2: they're sitting behind the tree and he's, and she's like, this is my third beer. Don't tell anybody. Like, and he's like, oh, I've been drinking since the beginning. Like, I'm fucking wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) There's people there to watch over the children. Everything's fine. Every, all, plus. Yeah. Yeah. She points out, she's like, that's my sister. That's my brother. And
2: there's, you know, there's people watching them. There's other kids where everything's fine. I think, doesn't she lay it out for him too? Like, she's like. Another brother homesick, older brother homesick, oldest brother has that wedding. wedding. Yeah, Yeah, she like lays the whole family out for him and he's like, ooh, wow.
0: (laughs) And then back in the city, Nando picks Jimmy up and Estefania's dad is in the backseat of the car waiting for him. Oof, some drama's about to go down. But first, it's wedding time. All the bridesmaid dresses are hideous. All of them. Oh my god,
1: they're so ugly. (laughs) The dresses are disgusting. Yeah,
2: they're pretty bad. They're pink and they're hideous. Amanda, question. Did you pause it, write out this whole thing beat by beat, and then keep watching?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course I did. Yeah, I
2: I figured that you would. (laughs) And then even though
0: it is frustrating to rewind my television, the thing happens and I rewound it and watched it again and rewound it
2: and watched it again and rewound it and watched it again. they're acting like they were at their... They were hitting their peak, like, that, and then it stayed, like, perfect throughout season four, but it was like, yeah, dude, they are on their fucking A-game in this scene. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because downstairs,
0: Mickey is pacing back and forth, pulling out his too-tight collar and his bow tie, wearing an ill-fitting suit. Smoking a
1: cigarette. And,
0: like, the suit is, like, a tent on him. Yeah,
2: real quick, the song in this scene is on our playlist the shameless songs playlist it is called diamonds by the lisps and that song's really good
1: it's
0: fantastic but mickey is downstairs he's pulling like even the the, again costuming did a good job because like the ill-fitting suit even serves to illustrate like how wrong
2: he rented the tux like it was kind of thrown together like yeah
0: how wrong and and not good this is and he's pacing back and forth smoking Then Ian comes bursting in and it's like the shine your diamond, shine shine him, him, shine him. (laughs) him. (laughs) And it goes quiet. And then when they like lock eyes. And they like don't even, they just pick up in like the middle of a conversation. Mm -hmm. Ian comes bursting in. They look at each other and he goes, you call me a punk for wanting a boyfriend or whatever, but you're going to marry someone who screws guys for a living. And Mickey says, who gives a shit? It's a fucking piece of paper. And Ian says, not to me. And Mickey, like, gets, like, super quiet, and Mickey, like, tries to talk his way back into it, and he says, just- What if we roleplayed this?
2: <laughs> Who gives this shit? It's a fucking piece of paper. Uh- <laughs> I'm
0: not doing that. Me. Just
2: because i He goes, just because I'm getting hitched doesn't mean
0: we can't still bang and Ian's like if you gave half a shit about me half and he like moves a step forward and but Mickey like keeps him at an arm's length. (laughs) He pushes it back and then Ian's voice goes all quiet and he says don't do this and there's a moment where they just like lock eyes and then he look at each other and then Mickey jumps up into that kiss like because Cameron is so much taller than him at this point he like surges up into that kiss and pulls him down and they go stumbling into
1: another room ripping each other's clothes off and
2: fuck those boys take
1: off their jackets so fast oh my goodness they're like
2: naked now they're
1: quick changers right Right now
2: especially because well one thing that i like notice about ian that's like kind of weird that i always notice this is that even if he's having like weird like sex in weird places where it's kind of just supposed to be a quickie homeboy always takes his shirt off always even if even if like the other person isn't taking their shirt off or anything he's like i'm literally it's outside in wintertime, he's taking his yes he's shirt like off. he's like i'm literally pulling my dick through my pants right now but my shirt is
1: off yeah what is wrong with you <laughs> i feel like tops are always so different like it's always the opposite it's like pants off shirt on he
2: likes the feeling on his titties i guess <laughs> like i don't know it honestly makes no. me so confused sometimes
0: But, like, this is the kiss where we really get to see Cameron and Noel's chemistry.
1: Bada-big, bada-boom. The
0: way that those two kiss is like nothing else. It is insane. And it only gets better. Like, this is great, and then 408 is like a whole other world. And then the Doc's kiss? I think about the (gasps) The Doc's kiss every (laughs) day. Uh, (laughs) That wig
1: makes me step back a bit, but rough. (laughs)
0: Like, the one where he, like, licks up into into Ian's mouth, like... Arr,
2: arr, arr, stop. Arr, you, <laughs> you need to stop. They don't know what stage kissing is, first of all. Because it's, like, even, like, set kissing, like, you're supposed to, like, kind of, like, fake using tongue. Dude, they don't know what that is. They, full they, tongue. Full send. But, um... And it's so bizarre to me that their chemistry was so good. Like, like sec- the sexual chemistry. Not just, like, you know, in scenes together... Because they never kissed before because Cameron was underage.
1: This is only their second kiss too, right?
2: And yeah, this is only the second kiss. And so it was like, it's crazy to me that they somehow managed to, to like be like, you know what, I think these two would have very good sexual chemistry too. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're just really good actors. But they literally are like, we don't know what a stage kiss is. My nope. tongue is going into your mouth right now. And like, I think that it
0: actually really helps. that at this point, they've known each other for about three years. Like, they were friends and they had been working together. Before doing sexual scenes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then suddenly it's like, and we ramp it all up and it's the moment. And like, it's a fucking payoff it's
2: so good well and they both care about the characters so much that they're like we want to make this really good yeah
1: Yeah.
0: and you're right they're at their peak seasons three and four are fucking and five five is when it
2: starts to like waver oh my god
1: those are end of season three like season four is probably the season i rewatch the most if I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm a
2: rewatch. Same. No, I, the amount of times I've just watched it beginning to end.
1: If I start a rewatch, I just rewatch season four and then go through. <laughs>
0: because other seasons might be good, but don't have good endings. Season four has a great mm-hmm. Like, they're like, set
2: up, they're set up for the next season, but also a lot of things are resolved. Um... Yeah. And then like season six, Cameron's acting still like really up there because he's excited to play with this new material, this new aspect of Ian. And then season seven, he's like, okay, I'm bored of shit, actually.
1: Okay, I'm gonna leave. (laughs) Bored
2: of shit. And then Noel came back and he was like, not bored of shit anymore. (laughs) And season eight, he got bored again. And then season nine, he left. (laughs) And then he left again. And then he was like, he was like, I'm leaving. And then they were like, but what if we brought Noel back? And he was like, okay, I'm staying. (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm staying, actually, because he's all about the art. He's, like, Ugh. he's, like, honestly could do without Noel. Like, we're friends, but we're not, like, super close. And he's, but he's, like, okay, but, like, the art, though. But I I want to talk about the emotion of Mickey at this point,
0: too, though. Because, like, he's doing what he has to do to survive. They never have the conversation that he's also probably doing what he has to do to keep fucking Ian alive, too. Because mm-hmm. if he didn't do this, Terry would have killed Ian.
2: Not everybody can blurt out how they fucking feel every minute. Like, that line is just so important but
0: like this but this particular moment like without getting into the fight afterwards yet this particular moment is him it's the first time that mickey except for except for like the kiss in the van and like inviting ian over for the sleepover it's the first time we've seen mickey be like wait but don't but don't go but don't go like i'm
2: initiating this Mm -hmm.
0: yeah god it's so good So
1: juicy. they
2: really are like they are made for each
0: other shit like this is why i wrote a fucking paper about this show like if uh, you guys want to check out amanda's dissertation it's on our website (laughs) so true uh maybe one of these days i'll record like an
2: audiobook for it but whatever um we're getting a little cuckoo banana crazy today we're in silly silly goofy moods right now
1: (laughs) silly goofy moods
2: (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just in silly goofy mood
0: Back in the van, uh, Carl is walking Frank through the Foster Gay's apartment layout, and Carl is worried about getting caught. And Frank s- drops the F word about the Foster Gay's.
2: He's
1: pansexual. It's okay.
2: <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank is pansexual. I decided, like, I I don't care. I'm not gonna listen to anybody else's opinion. He's pansexual
0: meanwhile jimmy is having an incredibly intimidating brunch with his father-in-law and jimmy's like it's gonna be super great when i'm a doctor it's gonna be i'm gonna be making good money it's gonna be great for estefania everything's gonna be wonderful and then his uh his father-in-law's like when's the last time you talked to estefania and jimmy's like yesterday and her father's like i talked to her a few hours ago in ins holding
1: She's being deported. Kind of beef. You watch Jimmy's face literally, like, fall. Like, the the change of emotion on his face is insane.
2: Well, because yeah. she, it's like, it's like boy who cried wolf because she called him about all this unimportant shit Mm -hmm. so then when she called him like a few hours earlier he didn't pick up
1: like don't we see him decline the call he
2: declined it yeah it says like mom mom 911 and he declines the call and she calls again and he declines it again because he thinks that it's just some dumb shit or she's like come over and have sex with me like whatever and he's like no i'm like That's stupid and you don't need me for that. But the INS was there.
0: But like, this is also an opportunity where texting would have been a really good option. So yeah, he wasn't there during an INS visit and Estefania couldn't remember Jimmy's birthday,
2: which is apparently Christmas. Yeah, he was like- But then he's like, but then he's like, I tried so hard. We even did flashcards. (laughs) He's like, he's like, I really did try so hard. Like, And he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. You should have been there. That's yeah. your job. And so Jimmy Jimmy is in big <laughs> fucking trouble with this very
0: scary man. Uh, but anyway, back to camping. Camping. Debbie is having the time of her life. And Fiona is flirting with Mike. And they're both drunk and cold. And he calls Fiona a gentleman. I love that. Uh, which she says is false. And then she kisses him. It's so good. They have really great chemistry.
2: He knows that she has a boyfriend though. Yeah. But they're drunk. So I know. But so it's weird that he's even like, you want to kiss me so bad right now? It makes you look stupid. Like, <laughs> and she's like, you're right. I do. But she kisses him because she's the queen of bad decisions.
0: Uh, back at the wedding, uh, the boys are done with their with their little hookup. And uh, because God forbid we ever see a sex scene with them. And uh, Mickey says, "God damn Gallagher, I got to get you pissed off more often. Because that little bottom, that little bottom is so pleased with himself. I know. He's like, he's like okay ruin my anatomy maybe (laughs) what a little bottom and then he's like hang out here i'm gonna go deal with this i'll be back in like an hour for round two and ian's like wait you're still you're still gonna get married he said your dad is an evil psychotic prick you're just gonna let him ruin your life and mickey says don't act like you know a thing about my dad not everybody just gets to blurt out how they fucking feel every minute
2: but he does because of mandy but
0: don't act like you know a thing about my dad. Not everybody just gets to blurt out how they fucking feel every minute. And like my kingdom for two more minutes. My kingdom for two more minutes because Mandy bursts in and interrupts them. I've literally written a fic that just, that says that it's titled just five more minutes, which is just more of this scene of them having to get to have a fucking conversation about why Mickey has to do this. Because
2: I feel like, I feel like if they finished this conversation, Ian would be like, Yep, actually, you're right. Like, like if yeah. he really sat there and explained it to him, like why? Because Ian is like, you're doing this. Like, this is a choice. Yeah. Like, because Ian can't understand why he is so dependent on his. Family. Somebody wrote a fic that was like Sheila takes in Mickey, or like yeah. Mickey goes and lives with the Gallagher's after 306. Like, hmm. like Terry gets arrested or something, and so Mickey goes and lives with the Gallagher's. But it's like, I feel like if this didn't happen. That's the thing, is that I'm like, okay, I think that, like, yes, we all know that they are, like, super made for each other, but also they are very trauma bonded. Like, yeah. had this stuff not happened, they probably wouldn't still be together. I want to talk about another aspect of why this is probably,
0: like, the last fucking straw for Ian, because he's been with married men. Married men he didn't care about. And he cares about Mickey so much much and now Mickey's gonna become another married man that wants to keep him on the side and like it's
2: just breaking Ian's brain like he can't deal with it that's also why it's such an issue well because he obviously none of them know that Terry's gonna go back to jail and then it's like okay Ian and Svetlana out but like with the married men thing I don't know because Ian sees it as a choice because he's like he wasn't married and then he chose to get married Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know it's just like It's so complicated. He
0: doesn't see why. And he's also going through a mental break. Like, he is absolutely in the throes of his first manic-depressive episode. Oh, yeah. Logic. All logic is thrown out the window. For sure. Yeah, So, like... Yeah, even if he was sat down and talked to rationally, his brain is working against him at this point. And, like, we don't know it until season four when we learn that about Ian. But you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, here it was. Here was the first break that he had. Like, yeah, the signs were there for sure. And, um, so yeah, Mandy interrupts them and Ian says he's gonna stay for the wedding. And Ian goes upstairs
2: and Terry stops dares him down. But not in an angry way, in like a saddest in like a a smug way, because he's like, yeah, I converted him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I fucking got him. Like I won, and you're just here and you're looking pathetic, but like he doesn't know that they just absolutely fucked each other's brains out in the basement. (laughs)
0: And the shot of I- of Mickey's hands at the altar with the fuck hands and Svetlana like gripping the tip of his finger for dear life is like, it's so good. It's such a good shot. Ian goes back and gets fucking obliterated at the bar, just downing vodka. And honestly, is this episode sponsored by the Red Solo Cup? Because between the wedding and the camp scene there's just red solo cups all over this fucking episode
1: oh my god
0: uh carl and frank are having a father and son break-in montage at the foster gays house they're just having a good time they break in they steal a bunch of shit it's told to us in a montage fashion it's a nice little light break in the in the heavy drama of this episode and fiona and mike are rolling around in the tent having a great time when fiona suddenly stops and mike very good with consent because the second she pulls away and she's like no he's like okay
2: all right we stop now what happened what's going on like he like puts his hands up well but it's so funny because he's like you're she's like she's like oh my god like what am i doing and he just looks at her and he's like you're using me for revenge yeah and he's like he's like i'm perfectly content with that you're hot as shit (laughs) yeah it's like you're using me for revenge i am here use me and then
0: fiona spills about how abandoned she feels by jimmy and he says, just because someone is dumping on you doesn't mean you deserve it. He And then we find out he
1: just got officially divorced last week. And that's like the only thing we ever hear about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. He has a tattoo of his ex-wife's name that he wants to make into like another word. And Fiona's like, I guess you're lucky her name wasn't Ock sucker.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Her name's like Eve or something. He could do like forever. <laughs> he said like 11 or something. Oh, yeah. And she asks, when did you know it was over? And b- instead of answering that, he just looks at her and goes, when did you? Like, oh, shit. They get each other. What a man. Yeah. Frank and Carl bring their haul back to the van. And then that's it. That's like the whole scene. And then Jimmy gets driven to the docks and cannot stop nervously rambling, trying to save his own ass. And there's a lot of, like, cutting back and forth between scenes right here. At the Jackson house, Lip comes over. Sheila is telling him that Jody has taken Karen and Jaime to Sedona, which is devastating Lip, like, seeing Karen leave. They
1: decide that so fast, because literally, like, earlier that episode, she was like, we're gonna wait for a little bit.
2: I think it was that moment with Jody and Jaime that made Sheila go, Mm. oh. It also probably, like, breaks Sheila's heart to see her like that. Like, she's like... I just can't even see her like that. I would rather just pretend that she's out living her life.
0: Yeah. And Karen and Lip are both so sweet and young looking here because Lip like goes to take a moment to talk to Karen and he tries to like bring out the real Karen. He's like, it's just you and me. It's just us. Like he's kind of hoping it's an act that she's putting on Mm -hmm. and he wants her to drop it and talk to him. And he's like, do you remember all these crazy things that we did? You were fearless. And she's like, I remember all of that, but I can't it like she remembers all of the things that they did and that she remembers that she cared about him but she can't she's numb she can't feel anything it's so sad and then he tells her mandy mandy did this because of him mandy hit her like he tells her and she's like mandy milkovich and he's like yeah and he goes karen who hit you she goes i don't know like oh god it's fucking heartbreaking
1: it really is
0: This being the way that she leaves the show too, I feel really bad for this actress, but like she did a really good job
2: putting this scene together with Jeremy. It's so sad because like on her TikTok, she was like, "I didn't want to be right now." Yeah. But like they did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I feel like it was really good, like for the plot, the way that they had her story shakedown. But it's just like when you know that it was kind of done like out of out of anger towards yeah. her for not wanting to do nudity it's kind of like uh. because in the original show karen is like i feel like karen sticks around i think i know mandy does mandy ends up marrying no wait who am i thinking of karen ends up with a milkovich in the original shameless one Uh of one of like mickey's brothers who ends up becoming i think it's jamie becomes like a main character because he ends up with with karen interesting It just it just really sucks, and I
0: remind all of our listeners that almost every single time a woman leaves this show or is written off this show, it's because she didn't want to do nudity, and the writers said, fuck you, and wrote her off. Yeah. Really sucks. Sorry, I'm gonna get very angry about that. Uh, back at the wedding, everyone's hammered, including Ian. Like, Ian is- is shit-faced.
1: He's fucked up at the bar.
0: Lip fresh off that encounter with Karen- comes running in. He's reached his boiling point. He screams in Mandy's face about Karen and breaks up with her. And she's like, you're too late. I'm already hooking up with Kenyatta. And like, oh God. Knowing like the things that happened Mm -hmm. with Kenyatta makes me so sad. Lip is like, Lip is furious and up in Mandy's face. But then Ian comes up and grabs Lip and he's like, he did it. He married her. And Lip's like, I told you not to come to this. And Ian says, you try sitting on your ass while the person you love... No, I'm sorry. I mean, the guy you've been fucking marries some random commie skank. And then finally Mandy knows. Oh, fucking her big brain finally puts it together. Fucking commie. And Ian's like pushing him out. <laughs> but like, how did no one at- no one else pay attention to that? Yeah, no to one that else moment? heard that.
2: They probably- Where is Mickey in the corner of the room looking fucking terrified about this? No, honestly, because he was, like, the beginning part, like, just yelling about the commie is probably only what people really heard. Because everybody's drunk, like, no one's really paying attention. Yeah, but Ian-
0: but Lip thinks fast before Amilkovich does overhear that and pulls Ian out of the wedding before he gets, you know, murdered. Um, uh, But speaking of, back to Jimmy, uh, Nando pulls him out of the car. Jimmy does not want to get out of the car. And Nando's like, be a man, stand here, put your chin up, and get on that boat. Like, he knows that he's being marched. He thinks he's going to be killed. Mm-hmm. That's what... And Jimmy's, like, he stops on the dock. He's like, can I just make one phone call to Fiona? But Nando takes his phone and throws it in the water. No, it's,
1: like, Jimmy's, like, it's after he takes it and then Jimmy's walking away and you just see Nando in the background throw it and then Jimmy, like, flinches as it hits the water. Yeah. I cannot express
0: enough to people who are maybe just watching this for the first time or like sat and been shameless. When this episode aired and then for an entire year afterwards, we all
2: thought Jimmy was dead. Yeah, Yeah, because, okay, am I crazy or like, this must be like some Mandela effect. I remember my first time watching it. There was a gunshot as the boat pulled away and like a flash too, right? Like there was a a gunshot. But then rewatching it, rewatching it, I'm like, okay, there wasn't a gunshot. Why did I think he was shot then and killed? Maybe when we go, when we watch future episodes, let's see if what they do in a previously on,
0: because maybe maybe I'm just like
2: previously on maybe, or maybe I'm just confusing it with like that one scene where they're all on the boat hanging out with Nando and they shoot that guy and they dump him in the water. Yeah. Mm. Like, but I'm like, I immediately associate that with, with that because I'm like, Oh, that happened before. But like this scene, Jimmy
0: gets onto that boat and then we don't see him again until like the end of season four and no one else in the cast knew that that scene at the end of season four was even
2: happening until it aired where is the commitment where is the commitment now for that because they hired a completely different crew they they told nobody they left it out of the script at the table read and like nobody knew except for like justin the other actress in the scene with him and then the crew that they hired specifically for that one scene yeah where was that energy for bringing emmy back in season 11 i can't wait till we
0: get to that episode in season four because that whole night the entire cast was live tweeting the I whole episode it was like the most fuck? engaged the cast ever was during an episode are
1: we talking about the scene when he shows up at the diner right
0: no no no. the scene out when he pulls up in a car outside the gallagher house
1: oh shit oh, like shit. let me
0: tell you that episode in season four, the entire cast was live tweeting the entire time. And then that scene aired and they all went, what the fuck? Like, none of them knew what was happening. The
2: producers, the producers were probably like, you all, like, in your contract, you all have to live tweet for the finale. You have to. Sorry. Yeah. It was like a lot, it was a real time of all of the cast seeing that. Like,
0: none of them knew that Jimmy was alive. They, they thought he was dead just like we did. Not even Emmy. That was crazy. God, it's so good. But like this is Jimmy gets on this boat and then we think he's been killed. We think that Estefania's dad fucking murdered him. But we go back to Lip, he's dragging Ian home from the wedding. They get almost home, but Ian stops to lay down and puke. It's like really funny. It's so funny. He's like he's like, We're almost there. He's like, I gotta lay down. I need to (laughs) stop. Then Lip sees Carl. Carl is getting arrested at the house for robbing the, the foster gay's house. They're
1: like, we know it was him because his security code was C-A-R-L. <laughs> I remember watching that and laughing my ass off at that part. You dumb ass. i being like, oh my
2: god, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like not even Frank was like,
0: wait a minute. And Lip fights with the cops to try and save Carl. He's like, what the fuck? He's a little kid. What the fuck are you doing? Get your hands off of him. And Frank wakes up in the van out back and hears it all happening and walks up to the front. And he's like, what? What's happening here? You think he did this? I I told him to give me the code and I did this. Look at the loafers. I'm wearing them. And did you know there was a pawn shop open down the street? And as Frank is like rattling off the way that he stole all the things, Lip like has this amazed expression Mm -hmm. washing over his face and they arrest they let carl go they arrest frank and as they're putting him in him in the back of the car he looks over to carl and says be brave son order room service and like god it's good when (laughs) frank is good he's good so frank gets arrested and ian ian stumbles up from like puking in the bushes and asks what happened and lips like hell froze over (laughs) And then one quick back to Fiona, she's smoking by the dying fire at the campsite. She calls Jimmy and gets no answer, and she leaves a message agreeing to everything on his terms, saying they can make it work, and then credits.
1: No music. They really were like, yeah, fucking deal with it, guys.
0: Yeah. And then the next week on Shameless is the season finale uh, Frank is in the hospital because of his liver. Lip is graduating high school, and Ian is going to enlist. Oh man! And Fiona is Fiona is looking for Jimmy. Lip and Frank hang out, but Frank throws up blood on an ice uh, on a ice skating rink. And... I hate
1: that scene so much.
0: Yeah, but this whole storyline that comes mm-hmm, afterwards mm-hmm. is just too good. And that's, that's it. it. That's the penultimate episode of season three. So good. I'm honestly shocked that we kept this so short.
1: Yeah, this is shorter than I expected. I know,
2: and we kept talking about, we kept talking about <laughs> talking bullshit,
1: too. <laughs> uh,
2: so what did we think of this one? This
1: is such a juicy episode. I
2: love it. It's
1: honestly one of the best earlier season episodes.
2: I th- it's one of the best episodes of the show, period.
1: period.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Yeah, it's I've gotten like nothing more to say than what we've already said about it. Like it is.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: I'm just like, we should we leave it at that? Like, (laughs) I do want to make an announcement. We're going to drop this episode. We're going to record another one and drop it in another two weeks. And then we're going to take the rest of August off. Well, not off. We are going to do notes and record as many episodes as humanly possible. I won't even stop to edit them. We'll just uh, take notes and record them on as many free days as we have so that in september we can come back and just be ready to fucking roll with season four with yes. season four yes. it's gonna so be so excited oh
1: uh,
0: this was so i like i like i'm like the way that this episode ends with like silence and the credits and no music is like how i feel at the end of this episode it's like well well that's it okay like, that just <laughs> happened uh so You know what? Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're just, this is how we're gonna end this one. Yeah, I mean, we gotta end it just
1: like the episode. We're like, (laughs) you know what?
2: That's it. Where can they follow you guys? Evan? You go first. Okay. Okay, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kojak, C-O-J-A-C-K-K You can follow me on Twitter at Durr's but the L is an I Oh, Evan, where can they
1: follow you? <laughs> you guys can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at IWannaDie4000, or you can follow me on TikTok at, uh, Unvent which is U-N-E-V-A-N-T Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at you And Amanda, where can they find you? You
0: can find me on Twitter at AbnormalAmanda, you can find me on Instagram at AbnormalAmanda18, you can find me on TikTok where I just hit 27,000 000- <laughs> I was in fucking followers Woo! at abnormal Amanda underscore 18. Uh, you can follow the show at Luckwe Had Pod on Twitter at Luckwe Had Pod on Instagram. You can email us luckwehadpod at gmail.com. Keep those fan emails coming. We love them so much. Let's
1: hear what you have to say.
0: And if you want to buy a sticker of our logo, mess- email us or message us on the Luck We Had Pod Instagram, and we will pass everything on to Evan and he will hook you up with some stickers. And I
1: will send you a sticker and you might get a little surprise.
2: Yeah. yeah, I have one. I love it. I have many, actually. I love them. We just passed five thousand total streams uh, of
0: of all of Woo! our episodes, which is
1: that's fun. insane. Crazy.
2: Did you guys know that my roommate listens to this podcast? Really? No way. Yeah, What's her name? And she her name's Audrey. She thought it was so funny that I gave her a shout out when she had COVID. So <laughs> shout out to Audrey. What up, Audrey? Shout and out to, to Audrey. Because I know she's to gonna I know she's gonna listen to this episode. So shout out to Audrey. Shout out, Audrey. <laughs> Thanks
0: for listening, Audrey. And uh, if Noel's PR team is still listening, hey besties. Hey guys, what's
1: up? Um, does he want to get him to post more? Like, don't ever do that again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't
0: ever. Yeah, get him to post more, but not spawn con
2: fitness posts. Okay, that. But also, don't ever get him to post the same day we drop an episode. Don't ever. Do that <laughs> yeah, it no. Uh,
1: we me. need that day for us. He can't take all of the traction away.
0: It really scared the shit out of us. Uh, don't do it again. Uh, and and. Until next time, where we go through the season finale of season three. I we bid you adieu. Goodbye, Goodbye everybody. Everyone. Bye.